All right, so um, let's talk about how you think Deshaun Watson is the greatest thing to happen to American history. <laughs> man, right off the bat. Eh? Jump into that? <laughs> um, so, yo, man, all right, so, so you know how uh, I, uh, I, I do the football videos I put on YouTube, so really, really hesitant to touch that one. Right. <laughs> and uh hesitant. You were like, you no, know, we got to talk about this. No, I know. No, no, we're definitely we're definitely talking about it. But what I'm saying is, um was really intent to talk about it on my YouTube page because YouTube, you know, if you, you take the wrong side, you take the wrong angle, you know what I mean? YouTube they might you know, they might censor you, they might ban your channel. So um yeah, man, I I looked into it and I was just like, man, this this is this is an absolute mess. But uh, I mean, how how far have you looked into like the show and Watson thing? What do you what do you what's your opinion? I looked far enough where I I decided to take a step back and realize I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a judge, I'm not one of the girls that came out, I'm not the Sean Watson, I'm not an agent, I'm I'm a guy who likes to watch the giants play football and every now and then watch other teams play football. I, you know, right. I, I, why would like, I, I listen to so much sports talk radio and like, they talk as if the guy's free, but also like, as if he'd like, well, you know, they should have, you know, the Browns should know that like when signing him, this would happen. And yeah, it's just kind of, it's crazy what Deshaun Watson, like, I mean, how could he like do like all these, like, yeah. how could he live his life though? It's like, bro, like you're, you're talking as if, like, he got off on a technicality, but he's definitely guilty. It's like, you don't know. Yeah. No one knows really anything. Like, And then, yeah. then you hear people go, well, the only people that know really are the girls. And it's like, they don't even know. Some of them might not even have yeah. been there. They could have lied saying they gave him a massage. Like, I have no fucking right. clue, bro. I have no clue. So, all right. So, so here's, my, here's my take on it, right? I, I think... I think there's a fine line between being a fucking creep and just doing weird shit and actually being doing something that's illegal and being a rapist. You know what I'm saying? I think there's a fine line. And that's a bit, that's a, listen, there's, there's be doing stuff that's illegal and then there's being a rapist. That that, those are, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or, or just being a fucking creep, right? Yeah. I don't want to put a jaywalker in the same fucking line as a rapist. Right. No, not at all. But all right. So I'll give an example. And it, (laughs) <laughs> this is what I thought it was before I looked into it, right? So I, I don't know if you remember when, uh, um, you know, they uh, they were going after, like the Me Too movement started and left and right, they were just coming out of the woodworks. Just everybody has story. Matt Lauer, Ronaldo, uh, you know, I started with Weinstein. But uh, one of my favorite comedians got caught up in that, Louis C.K. Louis C.K., right? yeah, I figured. So... The loop, right, but every 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 story was like, yeah, man, you know this this dude just like he tried to pull me in the back and he tried to use his status and all that like horrible shit, right? Horrible shit. With Louis' thing, right? Louis was just a fucking creep, right? What he did was, you know, this was when he was like a younger comedian and he had these two female comedians and they were all hanging out and they were hanging out in his hotel room and he was like, yo, uh, what if I just whip my shit out right now? And they were like, whatever, you're not going to do it. Like, they thought he was joking. And he was like, and he did it. And they were like, this is fucking weird. We're leaving. So it was like, 
Is that illegal to do something like that? No, not really. I mean, to you know, they were grown adults. Is this fucking weird and creepy and just like kind of fucked up? Yeah. So I think I thought it was gonna be something like that, where it was just like he was like mad up front, like this is this is what I want. This is this type of like I'm specifically going after it to to get off. You know what I mean? And if you with it, you with it. If you're not, you're not. And they were probably like, all right, just whatever. And then after the fact, felt violated and wanted to say something. But um, from what I heard from some of the testimonies, my man was just like with no warning, just rolling <laughs> over and had his, 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 his meat out. Like, <laughs> just a huge old super side, like, yeah, hey, as a guy, man. <laughs> right. 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 Like, so, like, he, I, <laughs> right. And, no way. <laughs> like that eggplant was just like, ah, la, 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 la. yeah, like it's so I mean like I think at the end of the day, right, is and and he was telling them like yo massage me here, massage me here, and they kept doing it. Right. And 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 not I'm not I would never put it back on the victim, like, oh you should stop, you should have like, somebody did that, you should get the fuck out. It's it's a tough position to be in because you're thinking like, okay. A lot of people want massages different ways. Some people, you know, want this this part of their body massage, this that part of their body. So, just going back to what I'm saying, like, is is what he did illegal? I I I don't know. I don't know. And I think that's why all the criminal charges got dropped. But is what he did like super fucked up and like mad fucking creepy? Yeah, yeah. So I I believe it, man. I believe all of it. I, I think I think all that shit. And I think uh, what happened was. He approached 66 women and 24 of them like agreed to give him the massage. And I think the other, oh, I can't do math right now. I think the other 40 kind of knew what he was about or maybe, you know, maybe got a weird vibe and was like, nah, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. But now as far as the football standpoint, I think, uh, I think the Browns are damned if you do, damned if you don't, man. Not the Browns, but the NFL. Let me put it that way. I think they're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because, like, if you if you suspend them for six games, then they're going to be like, oh, that's a slap on the wrist. Or if you suspend them for an entire year, then it's like, well, shit, he didn't go to, you know, he didn't get locked up for it. Like, what the hell? Right. So I don't know, man. That's, what do you think? Yeah, it's funny because. What do you think um, the NFL should do? Well, first off, going to the Browns aspect. Uh, well, actually, first off, let me go back to the, the whole fucking, like, situation. Because, again, I don't. I have no idea. Like this, all could be a fucking fantasy land. Sean Watson might not even exist. This could all be a the Matrix right. or whatever. But um, <laughs> all right, I'll bring it back to this, and this is all what I think. I don't want this to be like a thing. Like, oh, you deserve he. You think he deserves this? Or listen, I've had massages before. I've gone to places where the whole point is to get a massage and then extra. Like I, I've actually done that. I've, I've lived that life. All right. I've, that, that fucking happy ending life where the girls are like, yep. oh, so big, so big. And I'm over here uh -huh. like, I know it's not big, but thank you so much. You're such a sweetheart. Um, I've lived that life. Um, yeah. If you're booking a massage therapist or a girl who does massages and she's showing you basically half her ass crack on Instagram, you're not booking her because she gives a dynamite massage. That's not. That's yeah. you don't fly a girl across the country because oh she just knows how to hit my trap, man. There's something about her. She just knows how to put her dig her elbow into my body. No, come on, what are we doing? But <laughs> but both of you know that you know that as the person right. getting the massage, and you know that as the person giving the massage. 
Uh, yeah. Going into like the Browns aspect, it's so funny because for so long I've uh, talked like a hell of shit about Baker Mayfield, just because I don't think yeah. I don't think he's a quality. It the NFL for the past five plus years now, like you really, really, really need uh an above average starting quarterback to even have a chance to win a Super Bowl. And I think Baker right. Mayfield is just a low quality starting quarterback. I think at the best he's a backup, but it's because of his personality, it would really be hard for a team to sign him as a backup. I think that's why he's still technically on the Browns. So, but what's funny is you get a the Browns have not had a quarterback in forever. You finally get since, a quarterback. Since their inception. Yeah, since like Kosar. They came back in 98. I, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So for <laughs> two and a half decades, they haven't had a legitimate quarterback. You finally get a guy who, I yes, I totally agree is overrated, but he gets you to 11 wins. He gets you to the postseason. Right. And within a year, you decide to sign a guy who has like the most litany of sexual assault <laughs> allegations of all time in NFL history. Uh, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Why are you doing this to your own organization? <laughs> it's yeah, craziness, it's, it's, bro. It's crazy. it's crazy. And the thing is, they they knew about this and still gave them two hundred thirty million guarantee. That, and, that makes no. And sense. I'm sure you know, like the contract, how they set up the contract, which is like that agent should be signed by every NFL player known to man. Oh, it's uh, and I think it's all. I'm gonna look it up, but I think it's Drew Rosenhaus. Yes, it is. And it is. Yeah. Now, here's the ironic thing about Drew Rosenhaus. So I don't know if you remember when T.O. came to uh, to Philly. Uh, T- Drew Rosenhaus was uh, T.O.'s agent. And T.O. signed such a shitty crap deal for the, the caliber receiver he was. But even the, like, the NFL Players Association was like, T.O., what the fuck are you doing? It still sucks, man. Like you are so you're worth so much more. I think the Eagles gave him like a seven year, like forty million dollars. Oh. It was like yeah, it was like a shitty deal, and that's why he caused such a like a stink. Like after the first year or two, he was like, "What the fuck?" And the Eagles were like, "Nah, you, you're here." But T.O. wrote a book. He slammed McNabb. He slammed Drew Rosenhaus. He fired Drew Rosenhaus. He, su- like, he, blamed he Drew sued Rosenhaus. him. Or was trying to sue him. Yeah. <laughs> Like he he blamed Drew Rosenhaus for being in that shitty deal, and he blamed McNabb for not helping him get a better deal. So it was so funny, you know, me being an Eagles fan and you know watching it all unfold. I'm thinking to myself, like, damn man, this Drew Rosenhaus, he must be a fucking terrible agent. And then, you know, it's just so crazy. What 15 something years later, he's he's getting somebody at 230 million dollars, and and what agents get what like five percent or something like that. I you know I don't know and it all could be different and also it's always funny because like you could be the name agent but just because so and so is a like the baseball is huge with this because um right. uh, I forget the baseball agent who's like the biggest one I, it's on the tip of my tongue but just it's like uh, real estate just because you're a client of so and so doesn't mean you're even talking to so and so. You might be just talking right. to someone who's under him, but definitely with Watson's case, he is talking with Drew Rosenhaus because that's obviously one of the biggest, if not the biggest client he's uh, representing uh, at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. So I what I'm saying is that uh, Deshaun and Drew must have just, the moment he inked that bill, they had to like 
go in the other room, pop champagne, and just at least fucking suck at this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Scott Boris, I'm thinking for baseball. Yeah, no, dude. I, but it's weird. He, They still are, like, in the waters because, you know, day by day, the, the season's creeping in, and it's yeah. very uncertain what's going to happen. I think a lot of people think he's going to be suspended for – at least the first full year. Think so? Uh, do I think so? I think six. I think six weeks. I think that's what I'm thinking they're gonna land on. Yeah, it's so weird because it's funny the way people debate this because people will debate, hey, he got alleged this so the nfl should suspend him as if he was found guilty which is insane but then you also get the other half where it's like hey he was found innocent so you shouldn't suspend him at all it's like dude the nfl is their own private business they can suspend whoever for however long they want exactly exactly Um, i don't know how long he'll be suspended i wouldn't doubt them suspending him for half a season and he appeals it to four to six games yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um, but yo, man, I gotta go back to something you said about uh about Baker. So I think I don't know, man. I I think he's capable. I think he could be a good quarterback. But you got to think about the shitty situation he was in, and and uh, he was in and, a great in situation, like, dude. The Cleveland's been stacked one, the past couple he years. He had one year where he had a. I mean, as well, his first three years, he had three different coaches. He was just in a really bad, shitty situation. I think if you put him in the right situation, he could be a good quarterback, man. I yeah, but That's I feel like that could have been said for a lot of quarterbacks that have been in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta connect you to Bluetooth. Give me a second. All right, let me pause it for you. So, uh, yeah, you're good. No, nah, but. But I mean, when he all right, so Baker had that one good year when he was eleven and five, right? Yeah, and it was a solid year. It was a solid. He was a he was a a great game manager. Like he wasn't just a game manager; he was a great game manager. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know, man. I I think he's capable. I, I think if you get him the right type of weapons, you get him the right type of coaching, he he could he could be he could be top fifteen. I think. But like you said, I mean, I don't, I don't see him leading you to a Super Bowl. But I, I don't think he's like bottom tier quarterback like everybody says he is. I think his ceiling at this point is um, Alex Smith when he was playing for the Chiefs. That's his ceiling. That's a pretty good ceiling. That's not a bad ceiling. It isn't. I think he could yeah. give you maybe that one game like Alex Smith had against New Orleans in the playoffs, but. To make a run with it, it's going to be hard. But that's his ceiling. And I don't think he'll ever really get to that, though. I just He's a little bit right. injury-prone at this point. Uh, he's, right. he's inaccurate. Uh, it doesn't seem like he reads a defense as well as you know quarterbacks that are more poised. He does have like upsides. He's better than a lot of quarterbacks at scrambling. He actually has better accuracy than some quarterbacks when he, the play breaks down and he's out of the pocket. I don't know. Yeah. He just he seems like an amazing backup to like a Russell Wilson type quarterback and a below par starting quarterback overall. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um yeah, man. Um but I hear that the Panthers, the last thing I read was that the Panthers are actually getting close to a deal with Baker. That would be amazing because I could see them running the run pass option 
with McCaffrey right. and Mayfield. The only problem is I can also see McCaffrey and Mayfield being out for eight straight weeks with similar injuries because exactly. they're both always exactly. – at least McCaffrey's always fucking hurt. Oh. Yeah, I got you now. Word. All right. I hear you, man. Yeah, so – yeah, man. Um, but but transitioning though, um, I, I think when you know when you when you look at all the expectations for some of these teams, so I, I, like Russell Wilson, I think has the most pressure on him this year, biggest uh, biggest target on him. I would say him and Patrick Mahomes got uh, the biggest pressure. What about Aaron Rodgers? I think you know. I, I, I think at this point. We're not expecting Aaron. We're not expecting the Packers too much. Yeah, but I, I whoa, whoa, whoa. Aaron Rodgers just, he literally won an MVP, and the team won what, 13, 14 games? Yeah, but they, they, they went 13 they went thirteen and 3, yeah. or 14 and 3. They Yeah, but for three years straight, uh, three or two NFC championship losses, they're at the point where the, oh. the Eagles were. Like, when, when the Eagles w- lost that second – NFC Championship, the second back-to-back. I mean, people were done with them. They were like, you know what? Fuck this team. We're not expecting them to do anything. They, they keep losing freaking NFC Championship games. So I think, like, going into the season, I think if the Packers are 9-8 and eight or 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 10-7 and seven and they don't make it to the end, if they don't even make it past the playoff game, I don't think anybody's surprised. They're uh, just like, you know what? It is what it is. The, the windows closed. They did. You know I'd what be I mean? surprised they kept, they, if they won nine games, though, in the regular season. That's that's a big surprise, right there. Well, I mean, all right, you take away Devontae Adams, you, you got you know Aaron Rodgers. He's you know what he's what is he thirty nine forty? Yeah, but he it wasn't like he point. he went downhill. He's won back to back MVPs. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but they're not. They're, they're not taking it to the next step, and then they they, they fold in the, the playoffs. The they next step crumbled. would be a Super Bowl appearance. So, like, yeah, yeah, I would totally be surprised if they went from thirteen and three NFC Championship game to yeah, you went nine and eight and missed the playoffs. That'd be a big difference compared the past three seasons. Him hit like his individual QB starting record literally has been thirteen three, thirteen three, and thirteen three. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. But windows closed, man. When those close, and I think, uh, I think perception wise, I feel like we're not expecting much from the Packers because we, you know, it's the same story. And on the other hand, there's so much hype around Russell Wilson that if the Broncos aren't, you know, top two or three seed, it's you know, it's it's, it's going to be a lot of a lot of shit. You know, that's 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 what I think. I got to admit, I think. If- I think yeah, if the if the Broncos, if they were to make the playoffs and get bounced in the first round, actually, I'll say this: if they don't even make the playoffs, I wouldn't be a hundred percent surprised because I like Wilson a lot, but I don't know. There's something about him that it's like it's really weird. You know, it's funny. A lot of quarterbacks get like they get a lot of quarterbacks will t- be talked about as. They did really well with the stuff around them. But for some right. reason, it barely gets brought up with Wilson when his first several seasons in the league, he had literally the best defense in the league and an insane yep. running game. And I, I, it because of the decision to not run Lynch, 
in the second Super Bowl appearance in Wilson's career because the decision gets like magnified to the ump degree. It's almost like as if we forget Wilson was the quarterback who threw that interception on the goal line. Like and a lot right. of quarterbacks, if they did that, they would be destroyed for doing that. Right. Right. It, it doesn't get brought up. And since then, you know, no Super Bowl appearances and, you know, semi unhappy endings to a regular season and a little bit injury prone as well. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, but you got to think of you got to think about it, man. You know, Marshawn Lynch left, and you know he's he's been carrying that team on his back. You know, the, the Legion of Boom is over; they're gone. And you know, you got to think about it this way: like you look at receivers like Tyler Lockett, Doug Baldwin. You know, I, and I, and I truly believe that sometimes it's the quarterback that makes the receiver what they are. You know what I mean? Where I don't think a Tyler Lockett is Tyler Lockett. If he has, you know, let's call it Baker Mayfield as quarterback, or if he had, uh, uh, you know, um, Case Keenum as his quarterback or something like that. Like, you, like Russell Wilson, I think having Russell Wilson and having a quarterback that good. So if you look at what he could do with, uh, you know, Jerry Judy, they, you know, they already got a good point game over there. They got, they got a top five defense. I mean, it, it feels a lot like reaching the bone all over again. You know what I mean? Yeah, now, do you think the same thing with Devontae Adams, that he might have been made a little bit because of Aaron Rodgers? I mean, that's that's a good point because Aaron Rodgers does turn these guys, and like these no-names, into big stars, man. Like, they come out of nowhere. Um, I felt like – but I don't know, man. I think, Devontae, I think Devontae Adams is a fair talent. I think he is. Yeah, bo- think, both uh, can definitely I- be true. Both can be true. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he'll go. I think the Raiders will, will do what they do, man. I think they'll get caught up in, in the NFC, uh, not NFC, the AFC West. And I think they'll, they're good for like eight or nine games. Because, uh, you know, you want to talk about, you know, uh, like a mid-tier quarterback. I think, you know, I think Derek Carr is, is, is mid-tier. You know, I mean, he's good, but, uh, you know, He's not the guy that's going to get you over the hump, especially in that in that uh, division. It's, that's going to be crazy. That whole division, man. But where where I think where I think Patrick Mahomes kind of has maybe one or two, like his window is closing too, and they were right there, man. Like they should have been the next dynasty. And how crazy is it that Tom Brady just fucking stomped that out? <laughs> Tom Brady, <laughs> he goes over to the like he destroys the like that's the next dynasty. Tom Brady leaves the conference. And he still like destroys your dynasty dreams. And then last year, Mahomes struggled so bad. Like it was, and and I remember Mahomes admitting that for his first three years in the league, he couldn't beat defense because he just went out there and played. Like he's raw talent. And then even with Tyreek Hill last year, I mean, he was just throwing these ridiculous interceptions. He was trying to do these underhanded passes. It's it's a mess. And I think it's going to be even worse without Tyreek. I think next year. It's going to be a little come come down to earth with with Patrick. You know what I mean? Because, you know, prior to last year, he could do no wrong. He was the next Tom Brady. He was was the guy who was going to be the next Brady from everybody's perception. And I don't know, man. I think he's still in that situation where he probably really can't read defenses like that. He's just going out there playing raw talent. So, that's. So, you don't, wait, you don't think Mahomes can read a defense? 
not not as not as well as he should. That's what I'm saying. Ah. Not as well as he should. Because <laughs> <laughs> come I mean, on, I think he can read it. Like, like we're talking about one of the greatest QBs in the league today. I think as us as laymans, we can all agree he the guy can read a defense. But I mean, some of those interceptions last year, man. Some of those, uh, like, like compared to uh, look at Tan- look at Tannehill's interceptions he threw in his playoff game. <laughs> I mean, like you know what I mean. Like, yeah. um, yeah. I would, dude. It's crazy. Real quick, who would you rather have on the Raiders right now, Carr or Mayfield? I mean, yeah, Carr is better than me too. So yeah, I'd rather have Carr. So you and Carr's mid tier is what you would consider him, correct? Yeah, but I but I would lump them in the same. I would lump them in that same mid tier category. I just put Car above me, but I would kind of lump them in that same. So you would put them in the same room, but Mayfield's at a smaller yeah. table, basically. Right. Right. I, yeah. Okay. I I would put him yeah. in the middle of the lower room. I'm trying to think of like, I would put him above like Daniel Jones because he's proven more. But I would put him in the same room. Really. Really? Yeah, because I, I just I don't uh, I just see a guy who went out there and slung it, but because the NFL year by year gets more safer to play as a starting quarterback, he wasn't able he wasn't banged up as he what he would have been five ten even five years ago. Yeah, true, 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 true. Um. Well, let's 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 stick with the uh, the NFC East, man. How do you how do you got that panning out? It's you know, so you're weird. A Giants fan, I'm an Eagles fan. <laughs> what are you thinking? I actually like top to bottom. If I was an Eagles fan, I would be happy going into this season. I feel as oh, if yeah. like you guys have high expectations and low expectations at the same time, and I think that's mainly because of Hurts. I think a lot of Eagles fans don't think he's the guy, but he could shock everyone and have like that Mayfield type season where like all of a sudden it's yeah. like, holy shit, we just went 11 and six and we have right. a quarterback that threw 30 plus touchdowns. Um, I like, I right. like her. I want, I want hurts to do well. I- I'm at the point in my life. I don't li- listen. If the Eagles go on a fucking playoff run and I start hearing the fans getting a little rowdy, I'll get pissed off. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I actually, I like hurts. I hope he does well. I, I don't know. I kind of like what they're building down there. And it seems like Dallas year by year loses just another Lego piece on that little puzzle they built. Uh, the Washington right. football team should at this point become a fucking woman's lacrosse team at this point. I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. <laughs> and then the Giants, you kind of just yeah. shrug your shoulders like, eh, like we'll see. <laughs> We're going to try this again with uh, Daniel Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd be... I would be highly shocked if, when it's all said and done, it's not equally equal to the Cowboys. Oh, def- definitely. If if that yeah. if that's the bet, I would like yeah bet almost the house on that. Yeah. If the Giants or the fuck what what is it? Is it the Guardians or what, what's the Washington's team? The uh, Commanders or some shit. The Cumrags. That's or the Commies. The the Commies. All right. If the, yeah, if, the <laughs> if the if the Commies or the Yankees, aka the Giants, if they win the division. There has to be less than a five percent chance of that happening. Yeah, yeah. Unless, unless, unless we get twenty seventeen Carson Wentz, because true. If we think, if you think about it, if if he can 
good Carson Wentz is the best quarterback in that division right now. It's better than Dak. Better than Daniel Jones, better than Hurts. If, if he's good, Carson Wentz, he can beat 2017 Carson Wentz. And think about what the Eagles had in 2017. We had a fucking really good defense. We had a good running game. And all Wentz needed was that receiver that was going to stretch the field. And, and Jeffrey, Alshon Jeffrey in that 2017 season was a fucking lifesaver, man. So, like, if he can have that same connection with Terry McLaurin, and they can figure out the run game, and that defense goes back to what it was in uh, what was it, 2019 when, it, when the Washington had like one of the best defenses. Dude, I don't know, man. I don't know. Carson Wentz can somehow get back to his old self. And the crazy thing about Carson, and this is this is what frustrated Eagles fans for so long, is that last season, the season that just passed, mm-hmm. up until the last two games, Carson looked exactly like 2017 Carson. He wasn't. What's on the MVP run? We'd be like, yo, he's back. The Colts are good. They got the best running back. They got Jonathan Taylor. They got a really good defense. And the Colts are definitely making the playoffs. And then the last two games, he just shit the bed against crappy teams like fucking Jaguars. I think they won, what, they won three games last year? Uh, I forget what they won, but it was, <laughs> I think they won like, double so, the games they won like, when they, they had uh, Meyer as the coach. Yeah, and it was like, dude, like, that's your legacy, man. Great talent, great quarterback. Like you were, you were back, and and, and I think it's so crazy that the, the owner of the Colts was so fucking annoyed just by those that those last two games that he was like, "I'm done with this guy. Uh, I'd rather have a Matt Ryan that hasn't done anything in years." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm done with that. So I, I don't know, man. But then he's with uh, Ron Rivera. And, you know, Ron Rivera, you know, look what he was able to do with Camden, you know? Yeah, uh, it's Gross. it's funny with Wentz because, it, dude, I heard so many people shitting on him for last year's season. I'm like, he actually had a fairly good season. Like, I don't yeah. understand. It's You know what it's, it is? It's when you make a, a, first, a really good first impression in the sports world, you oversold, and then the rest of your career, it right. seems like you're under-delivering. It's like he's a yeah. – he's first off, he did what Carr did. Like he, like he Unlike Mayfield, he him and Carr have had that really good season, but sadly was stunted by injury. Like Carr at one point was right. the MVP consi- uh, consideration yeah. early in his career. Yeah, true. And even Andy True. Dalton had a season like that, but then uh, right. there was a turnover. He tried tackling the guy and broke his wrist, like some crazy shit. Right. Uh, right. If <sighs> Wentz is a, he is a wild card, but think about what you said. If he can have that season from 2017, it's like, it's been five years. That's a lot of time. Yeah, for him. That That is at the bare minimum, one third of a quality starting NFL QB's career. It's like, right. you know, you can't, how long can you wait? It's hard to wait. So right. yeah, if he has an amazing, like if he has a great season, like 2017, like holy shit, but it would at this point be surprising if he did that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Eagles versus commanders, that first game is, is it's just going to be good. First you got, you got the guy replaced you basically, you know, Kicked you out of Philly. I mean, that, if that don't put a fire under his ass, I don't know what will, man. Yeah, I mean, you get to play Philly twice, and, and you get to play against. It's ironic, man. That's 
Yeah, you, you get you get to play against a quarterback who is semi similar. I mean, like at the end of the day, Hertz is a running type scrambling quarterback. Right. Right. That's right, man. Um Yeah, man. What about your guy, uh, Daniel Jones? <laughs> it's dude, it's fucking it's weird with him because um hmm. <laughs> I it's so weird with him. Like I see a guy who had You know what who reminds me of? Do you watch baseball at all? Uh, There's a player for the Yankees called Aaron Hicks. And he has he has all the physical capabilities that you think would make a top flight MLB player. But he's right. dealt with injuries for the majority of his career. And even when he plays, he's underwhelming. And that's what Daniel Jones is. Like, it's not the fact that he's injured all the time. It's also because when he plays, he's not that great. Like you see glimpses of it. You might see a drive or two. You might even see one full game, but when like you take all of his healthy games, there's a lot of bad ones in there. But I'll say this: I'm actually happy that they're deciding to take one more year at it with him, because the, for yeah. a lot of people think like they they've thought for a while that he's not the guy. And all right, whatever. If you think that, whatever. This would definitely be the year for me to be like, all right. If he doesn't do it this season, then no, I don't. I don't even care. I don't even care. You know what? If they 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 don't sign him and he decides to go to another team and light it up then then so be it then the time it doesn't yeah. matter it's it's time to just cut bait with this but this this is definitely 100% his final final chance with the giants yeah and what I get upset then, about are Giants fans going, well, what if he has a great year? Then you're going to have to sign him to a big contract. It's like you're you're a fan of the football team and you're afraid that your starting quarterback has a great year. What, what like, what, like what else are you afraid of lifetime blowjobs? Like what the fuck? Like who, what the fuck kind of, what fear is this? I don't, I, I don't understand right. it. Kind of the, it's kind of the same feeling. I mean, Eagles fans aren't saying that, but on one hand, we're thinking like, all right, you know, what if Hurts does have a really good year? But it just turns like it could be one of those flash in the pan, like one-off things. You know what I mean? So I think with them, it's more like, look, he might have a one-off good year, but then you resign him, and then he's stuck with the fuck guy, and he might have, you know, the next two, three seasons be shitty. So. um but I actually I, I like Hertz for his his work ethic. I, I, like his his determination to be a leader, I think takes him a far away. And, and if he can work on his accuracy, he's good, man. That's all. That's the only thing I saw. Like I watched a lot of film with the Eagles because I'm a Eagles fan. The only thing I really see is his deep ball accuracy. And he works on that. He'd be all right, man. And when you think about it, like the same thing was with Lamar Jackson. His first, I want to say year maybe two seasons we were like all right this guy's dynamic he's in this like run first offense with ravens he looks really good but man if the guy can't throw the fucking ball past 10 yards he's never gonna be great and he like each year he progressively got better as as a thrower of football so not to compare Jalen Hurts with uh Lamar Jackson but I see that type of similarity when we first watched Lamar if he wasn't toughing and running man he threw that ball in the air like shit 
<laughs> we were like, what the hell? <laughs> so, right, right, his first, when he first took over for Joe Flacco, and he first took over, and he won all those games, man. Like, it was very Tim Tebow-esque. Like, it was like, oh, all right, man, God. like, you got your run. <laughs> it was, man, but it was like he threw the ball deep, man. You had to hold your breath. You were like, oh, I don't know where the hell that thing's going to land. But he got so much better, man, and I think he was willing to work at it. You know what I mean? Um, so, I, that's that's what that's what Eagles fans want to see from Hurts. We we want to see that deep ball accuracy. And then if you got Devontae Smith on one on one side and AJ Brown on the other, you really don't got an excuse. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're building around him. He he's only been in the league for two years. Like I mean, I it's, yeah. it amazes me how fans will just be like, oh, I could just tell he doesn't got it. It's like, dude. I think the main reason fans say that is because it's such an easy bet. It's like there's a way greater chance that someone doesn't have it compared to someone having it. So it's so easy to say. It's like, dude, the guy's played two years. His first season he played, what, four or five games? So it's like he's had one – you know, full season basically. Like, all right, now you go into the next year – and you hope he progresses. Like, why would you just give up all of a sudden, like, psh, like that? Right. Yeah, yeah, man. And think about like back in the day, you know, the '90s and the '80s. How how many chances these goddamn quarterbacks had, man? Like they would they would suck their first three or four years, and that and that was like commonplace. I mean, what did Peyton managed with like what twenty seven interceptions his first year? Yeah, like, dude, it's the it same is. thing with Eli Manning. Like, they were ready to get rid of him yeah. and the coach his fourth year. They go 0-2, and, and then, oh, okay, they go 10-6 and and win the Super Bowl. It's like, oh, my God, we, we always loved you. Right. Like, no, you didn't. You all wanted him <laughs> gone. After the first season, some of you probably wanted him gone. Right, right. Yeah, man. Yeah, um, the NFL's a funny. It's it's funny. All, I mean, most pro sports are funny the way. I, I got to admit, I was, you know I was thinking about the other day? Because I don't know if you're on Twitter a lot. I've been recently off it lately. Um, but I've been watching baseball like crazy now because the Yankees are crushing it. it yeah. If MLB Twitter got into a meme war with NBA Twitter, it wouldn't even be a, yeah. a, a like it. It would be an obliterate like the NBA uh, meme war, like memes from NBA Twitter yeah. would destroy baseball. It wouldn't even be yeah. close. Oh, dude, like. <laughs> NBA fans on Twitter are like insane. Like they're insane. Like they literally are deserve to be in insane asylums, but the memes right. they make are fucking crazy funny where MLB, like some of their memes are t- just like their best memes are terrible. They wouldn't stand a chance. It'd yeah. be like a nuclear bomb versus a pop pistol. Well, I mean, if it's anything like watching baseball highlights, then you know, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh. I'm sorry, man. Baseball is the, most boring oh my god fuck you oh really <laughs> have you watched lacrosse have you decided to watch lacrosse at all uh, but, but, but no this is funny man like i you know i, I go to I, I go to the bar a lot i'm a drinker and during baseball season it's like all right so you're at the bar and they have games in the background and unless like your hometown's playing you got the jukebox playing you got like you're not really listening to it so if there's a football game on you got the highlights, you got the slow motion, you got the hitting, you got the, the close-ups, the yelling. With with basketball, you got the dunking in your face, you got the slow-mo while shooting the three. Baseball is like, you can't even do fucking highlights in baseball. 
like, you're the worst. Like, so you're the cool. worst. Oh man, I, like I'm sitting at the bar and they're, and they're showing the baseball game. Uh-huh. And they cut and they always do highlights when they cut to commercial. And I'm like, dude, even yeah, the highlights are boring, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, yeah, uh, man, uh, but I get a lot of shit for that. Uh, well, real quick. So when you're at the bar, what are you usually drinking? I'm a gin and tonic guy, man. Gin and tonic or a vodka tonic. Vodka I gotta keep it light. I can't drink dark. Gin and tonic. I gotta admit, when I'm drinking, I'm usually a Jack and Coke or a regular beer. Jack and Coke. Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. I I like to get straight to the point, so I don't drink a lot of beer. Uh, you know, I, I'm one of those people that drink to get drunk. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's got to be 80 proof, you know. Um, but I try to, uh, I, you know, I, early in my youth, my early 20s, I got it. I was slipped into like really bad alcoholism. I was drinking every day, gained a lot of weight. And um, and then I, I started to look in a mirror and I was like, man, you look like shit. So, damn, man, I'm fine as like, fuck. Looking like fucking Jamal. Uh, all right, go ahead. <laughs> I was, you know, sorry, I couldn't think of him. Who was the Raiders quarterback that they drafted? Like, who was like the biggest? Oh, boss? Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> I like, yeah, I, I fucking froze so bad. I'm like, oh, this joke's going right in the toilet. Uh, yo, did you ever hear the story? Yes, I, know you heard I already know. I already know what the you're blank, gonna say. The blank, the tape, blank the tape, the VHS tape. Yes, <laughs> it's one of the greatest stories because you know why it's oh, great. Man. You want to know why it's great? Is because everyone who's ever lived has had a moment like that happen to them in their life. Oh yeah, and that, oh, it's yeah. so relatable. Like, oh yeah, no, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, no, I no. And like, <laughs> everyone, like oh, everyone, man. can act like a saint on Twitter, but they all know they've had a moment like that, and it's the worst oh, yeah. feeling. And because, like, it's like, oh man, I'm stupid, and they know I'm lying. That's terrible. Right. And and you know what? It's it, it it just I don't think he gave a shit. But yeah, true. You know, speaking of Jamarcus Russell, like I. We need to up. We need to update like our like perceptions because uh, well, we need to stop saying Ryan Leaf is the biggest bust in the NFL because since since Ryan Leaf, there's been so many. Jamarcus Russell, number one, biggest like he's a huge bust. He's way bigger than Ryan. Oh well, people Bobby. definitely and, bring him probably, up for biggest bust though. They definitely do. Yeah, yeah, but every time I see like a countdown list, it's like Ryan Leaf, right? And I think we get we get so stuck like NFL fans when there's a moment we get so caught on that moment that we refuse to to, to budge and I think Brian Lee was the first of his kind he was the first Jamarcus Russell uh, he was the first uh, I mean you know let's let's call it like uh, Brandon Whedon or Johnny Manziel not that he had the personality of Johnny Manziel but. Johnny Manziel is definitely, definitely up there. Brandon Whedon. You know, you could even say, and it sucks because it's kind of like lawyer talk. It's like, all right, I understand what you're saying, but at least specify. Like David Wilson was a running back picked from the Giants. And I think he was picked 32nd overall. So I, I don't know if that was their first pick or if that was like their second pick also in the first round. But he was picked, he was picked in the first round. And he was a running back and he sadly had to retire within the second season because of neck injuries. But 
So like you can yeah. call that a bust, but at least specify that yeah. it was because of injuries, which is why he had to leave the NFL. Yeah, but then also he was number thirty-two. I think I think if you if you're looking at biggest bust, you got to be in that top, you know, at least top fifteen. Actually, I think they you know picked him after they won the Super Bowl, so technically. That was their first pick in the draft because they won. Yeah, that's 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 basically the second round. I get what you're saying. You're, yeah, yeah, because Buster usually looked at like the top ten kind of picks. Uh, now you know who's the biggest bust of all time, and it's really and it's not, at least if if we're if we're concentrating on quarterbacks, the biggest bust of all time, and it's totally nice fault. Josh Rosen. Oh my god! <laughs> what happened to that kid? Is so fucked up, man. It's just, it's like this dude literally, you want to talk about people that never got a chance. This guy never got a fucking chance. Well, he, who doesn't have a bad, he did have, listen, his his rookie year, he had a chance and it was a bad rookie year. But after that, yeah, 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 but so was Josh Allen. Josh Allen's rookie year was fucking horrible. You know why he gets thought, you know why he gets forgotten about so bad? I think, I think because of the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. He, he might be. Well, is he still in the league? Is he on Atlanta right now? I think he's a backup somewhere. He uh, was last year. I don't, Rosen I don't is an American football is. quarterback who is. Oh, he's a free agent. Oh my god. Yeah, and he might not. He might not get a chance, man. Like he might be the biggest bust in NFL history. Yeah, and it's totally not as he never got a chance, man. I wouldn't That's, say it's then, not his fault. I mean, he lately, like, but I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. But Ryan Leaf so, was only in the NFL for three years. Josh Rosen was in the NFL for it looks like four years. Yeah, he's up there. Oh no, three years. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't even like. Yeah. I forgot about him because he was in a draft where there was four other quarterbacks. It was him. Right. I think Mayfield, Darnold, Allen. Allen and Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And really the only two to really pick the, you know, the cream of the crop is really Allen and Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, really. And nobody saw that coming. Everybody thought it was going to be big. Like at the end of draft night, it was Baker or Darnold was going to be like, Yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. People talked yeah. about Allen's upside, but they never thought he was yep. going to be able to materialize it. But he has now. Right. I mean, it's been proven that he has. Yeah. Uh, you're a hundred percent right. It was Darnold and Mayfield that were thought yeah. of as yeah. the best of those five. And then, and then, you know, going back to my original point of Baker Mayfield, it's like those those also were the two that were put. I mean, it, Josh Rosen aside, you know, uh, but they they were put in the worst situations. They because I mean the Jets fucking stuck, man. They 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 stink. The, the Browns stink. Like they as an organization. So, um, you know what? But at least Darnold got a second chance with uh with uh Carolina. He did, and he had a um, really great first three games of the season. <laughs> and then he just what happened? Yeah. Like what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand Speaking what happened. Yeah. So and they then, literally and then, gave no, him I, the receiver. From yeah. the Jets. It's like, hey, yeah. we'll give you one of the guys you're comfortable with. It's like, all right, cool. Right. I won't fuck this up. You, you, you fucked it up. What happened? Right. Now, imagine imagine Baker Mayfield and, and Sam Darnold uh, battling for that starting role. How ironic would that be? Uh, I could totally see it. It's like, you know, at this yeah. point, it's not even like, like, I think a, a very easy thing to say as well. 
you know, Sam Darnold's more consistent and Mayfield gives you better upside. It's like, no, no, no. Sam Darnold is consistently bad at this point. Like, right. I mean, right. he, he is right. a traditional backup. He can come in, run the playbook, have one game that might be good, but you don't want to see him for a full season. I think he's proven that at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing I'm looking out for, uh, what do you think about Tomlin having his first losing season in his entire career? Do you think that happens this year? I was going to say, because I don't think that ha- um whether, whether it happens or not, it blows my mind how many people want him to be like, not a head coach. It's like, I, mean, I don't get that, man. I don't get I don't, it. I don't get It's like, dude, I love Andy Reid. I love Andy Reid yeah. to the umph degree. Look at his resume and Tomlin's resume. Is it that different? Yeah. Is it really that different? It's not, man. I mean, you could take it a step further. I mean, um, well, uh, never mind. I mean, well, Bel- Belichick has, what, five, six Super Bowl rings. But, no, I mean, <laughs> he has six. Man, I'm saying, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty I, but, good. I mean, <laughs> Belichick aside, he's the – if you take away Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin is the greatest coach in our era. In this era. Uh, I mean, the man is – I would the man's say – never had a losing record. Well, okay, and that's not a listen. It, that's definitely a notch under his belt. You I'm, know how hard that is to do it in NFL. I'm not, man, to I am never not, have a losing record. I'm not disagreeing with you, but th- this is like that, like <laughs> Jordan Lebron debate. It's like just because one person yeah. did something better doesn't mean the other person was absolute shit. Um, right. I would say a good amount of coaches you could put in there are Andy. Like take take Belichick out of it because his resume is just, right, it's, right. it's not, it's superhuman. Yeah. You know, it's like if you picked 99 overall on Madden for everything, right. Um, right. you can put Coughlin, Peyton, Tomlin, Reed, and you can even put in Harbaugh for the Ravens in there. I feel uh, like yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd put him in there. Yeah. I feel like that's a, so, uh, I, yeah, I feel like that's a solid mix of coaches. And then you can go from there. Like you can have Coughlin who had amazing success with an expansion che- team with the Jaguars, a 14 oh, and two record that. where they only lost to one team three times. That's why they didn't make the Super Bowl, And then one, two Super Bowls with a totally different team in a totally different yeah. conference. That's an amazing feat. Um, then you have yeah. Andy Reid. You know what he did with the Eagles, which is what was it? Five yeah. conference championships. Yep. I mean, was yep. it three or five? It's three, right? I, well, I it's no, three. he he. We went to three. We won one. Okay, three conference championships. You win one. <laughs> he then goes to what? Three with the Chiefs. Wins two and wins. No, a Super- I'm sorry. Hold on. No, no, we went to five and won one. You did go to five. He went to five, yeah. That's so, insane, dude. Yeah, he went to five, man. It's it's crazy. Yeah, he, um, dude, that's crazy. Think about what that one Super Bowl does for his legacy. That one Super Bowl goes oh, from yeah. being the biggest, like can't win the big one kind of thing, to yeah. oh, he's one of the greatest coaches he's ever lived. Bob. Yeah. Now, <laughs> ironically, right, my favorite Super Bowl of all times is the uh, Cardinals and Steelers. Uh, I think it was 2008. That was 20. That uh-huh. was 2008, where the Cardinals, I think, were eight and eight in that season. Um, I th- maybe I think you're right, but it was like the resurgence of Kurt Warner because remember he he was the man. He, like he went to the Rams, he did his thing, and then his like he went over. To, he was at the Giants at one point. He was at the Giants. He got cut. Uh, yeah. Not cut, but. They were five yeah. and four. They sat him down for Eli because they knew yeah. it was going to be the future. And then it was almost like, right. okay, so like 
I'm sorry, in the 08, they were 9-7. and seven. But it was like, okay, yeah. is, is my career done? Like, what are we doing here? And then, boom, he goes to the Cardinals right. and has this resurgence. Super Bowl. Yes. Right. You had that. You had uh, you had a young Roethlisberger. Um, I mean, it was great. And then the game itself was just fucking awesome. Now, that, that was, the, was Andy That Reeves. was the uh, catch with um, – That was the catch. San Antonio Holmes. With, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was a great – Great Super Bowl. It's my favorite Super Bowl of all time. That's a fair now, one. Funny I thing mean, is, my favorite one, obviously, is the Giants-Patriots, but it, I totally yeah. get yours, too. Yeah. Well, also, by the way, your nah. favorite Super Bowl should be the fucking Nick Foles one, but I get what you're saying. Well, I mean, it it was so... All right, if I'm if I'm being biased, that yeah, was like you, my you emotional, personal... fan. It's yeah, fine. But if I'm like, you know, not... If I take my Eagles, my Eagles fan hat off, I think just the game itself that was that was a better game but that was the fifth nfc championship loss for andy reed and the eagles were close that was that that was the year where we needed like literally jesus christ himself to come down and get the eagles in the playoffs like we yeah we we needed like literally you know how they have this like laundry list of shit that needs to happen for one team to get in like every year, yeah. I don't like remember this, uh, in this that person scenario, to... but I get like the last one I remember. Yeah. The, the earliest one I remember was when the giant or when the Jets went like nine and seven, or something right. like that. And I remember like a game before the Jets made the playoffs. That that first AFC Championship run with Sanchez and uh, Re, uh, Rex Ryan, literally like one or two games before. I think them, the Jaguars, and another team were seven to seven. It could have been the Colts. I forget exactly. But, but Rex Ryan goes on like a post game press conference, like, "Well, you know, I guess we're mathematically eliminated." Da 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 da. It's like, yeah. no, no, coach, you actually have a chance. It's just highly unlikely you'll make it. And lo and behold, they make it. Right, right. But um, yeah, so I mean, it's same thing with the Eagles, but made it. To- I just almost, almost had a chance to, to beat the Cardinals. Now, the, the funny thing is, again, Eagles fan hat, I was I was upset. I was, uh, you know, really upset that we didn't get, a, number one, we didn't get an all-Pennsylvania Super Bowl, which, you know, every fan, every Eagles fan wants that, and that the Eagles didn't make it. But had the Eagles made it to the Super Bowl, they would have got fucking annihilated by the Steelers. It, uh, <laughs> it you think so? We yeah, we would have missed out on one of the best Super Bowls ever. It, it would have been it. They would have just wiped the floor with the Eagles if uh if we would have made. It. And that could have at least we gave good, you a, a a a like a clear cut who's better between Reed and Tomlin right there because you could always go back to that Super Bowl like well so and so's team true. beat so and so. Um, yeah, I would say if I were to stack the five coaches I said before, who was it? Uh, Tomlin, Reed, Peyton. Coughlin and yeah. Harbaugh. Yeah, I think I would put Harbaugh five. I would put Peyton four. I put Coughlin three. I'd put Tomlin two and Reed one. I like that man, and I think I think you're being a little bit like right, so. Look, Tom, I, you're Coughlin being biased to Coughlin, Bowls. aren't you? Coughlin has two Super Bowls, but can't I mean, if we're away. talking about can't take that away. You can't take it away, but. I mean, we talk about consistency. I mean, the the Giants were like, they would have some really shitty. They had some really shitty years in between those Super Bowls. They man. definitely won, like the, <laughs> to win two Super Bowls with the teams. They, I mean, that nine and seven team. All right, how about this right. question? Out of those five coaches I just brought up, um, 
Reed's two main quarterbacks were McNabb and um, Mahomes, right? Oh. And, and, and you can throw in Ollie Smith. Yeah, you can actually. You know what? He's had three, really. I feel like it's fair to say. Yeah. Um, right. Tomlin had Roethlisberger. That's it. That's it. Just one. Right. In terms of main yeah. main quarterbacks. Peyton had a breeze. That's it. Just one. Good point. Good point. Um, who was the other one outside of Coughlin? H- Harbaugh? Yeah. Harbaugh now had Harbaugh. Flacco. And now Lamar Jackson. And, and then Lamar. Coughlin has had Eli. And you could say Mark Burnell as well. I mean, yeah. Reed has had a good amount of quarterbacks to work with. Right. Peyton had breeze. <sighs> Harbaugh. I think Harbaugh and Coughlin are the two most like you can relate to because Flacco was like a less, lesser version of Eli. Yeah, and and then and they and they built that around they built that around defense, man. And same thing with the Giants. I mean, those two those two Super Bowls were that was mainly just the same Giants thing, just had a really good defense, man. No, and I, I love you, but I hate when people say this. I hate when people say, and you can call me an Eli like apologist. That fucking. 2011 team was not like this amazing. They were like tw- they were 27th when it comes to points allowed or yards. I forget they were uh, not a great defense okay. in the regular season. Wait, hold on, maybe you're right. But, but which which was the year where, where it was uh it was uh, uh straight hands last year? That, that was the, that the was the first right? one. That was oh, that was a hundred percent the okay, defense. Okay. But still, okay. Eli had to put on a good regular. But it's like at the end of the day, Coughlin's the head coach for that. You know? Yeah. True. True. Coughlin's yeah. been to four conference championships. He's won two. He's won two Super Bowls. He has a he has I would say like if you put his prime resume against those other four coaches yeah. outside of Reed, I think he's like above them or like tied with a few. It it's I think the other ones have had way more longevity. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who would uh, like what would your list be off the top of your head with those five? Yeah, so with those five, um, all right, we, we see Tomlin, Reed, um, Harbaugh, Coughlin, and Peyton. Right, number one would be Tomlin, because um, because just the fact that I mean he's got one Super Bowl just like Andy, but the fact that you've been in the NFL so long and never lost, never had a losing record, man, I, I can't get over that. And and not just that, but he's he's dominated that division, and and. And think about all this. I mean, he's he's been consistent with with uh, Roethlisberger, but he's had a ton of turnover, man. On like offense and defense, like it, like they got to a point where every time it felt like the the uh, the Steelers would get like a, a really good receiving core, they'd be gone. Like um, like San Antonio Holmes was like gone the next year after that Super Bowl. It was like I don't know, man. So I, him one, Reed two, Harbaugh three, Coughlin four. And then uh, I got Peyton five. You got Peyton they, all the way dead last, or you have so you have Harbaugh got, over Peyton. I got. Uh, you know what? Me, you know what? No, <laughs> it's no, hard no. to do it when it's off the bat. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Go ahead. Because that Super Bowl that Peyton won uh-huh. was classic Peyton Manning being a choke artist. Oh, Peyton Manning you can't call a guy who went to the playoffs almost every year 
Went to four. Dude was a major fucking choke artist, man. Come on, choke artist. Come on, I think that that's that's harsh to say. Dude, listen, Super Bowl. While we're over here eating bonbons, watching the game. Look, man. Look, Super Bowl one was was a. uh, I mean, that was a gimme, man. Anybody could have beat the Bears. (laughs) Dude, how did the Bears make the Super Bowl that year? I I don't know. Like to the like I don't to this day to this day I got no idea. Dude, like. It's like if it's like if you ever simulate if it's like if you ever play Madden and simulate the entire season and then you get to the Super Bowl and be like how the fuck did they hey, get there? Hey, to be right? fair, they had a great they had a really good defense that year. And what stops a good offense, a good defense, and the Colts were still yeah. able to win? So I mean, come on. That was like anybody in the AFC could have beat them. And then and then Super Bowl <laughs> two, man. I mean, he. I mean, come on, man. That Broncos team was so stacked, he probably could have put me out there. No, I'm kidding. No, but. no, that, that wasn't the, the third Super Bowl he went to was with the Broncos. No, but he, he only won two, right? He won one with the Colts won, and one with the Broncos. Yeah, but he went he to two three. Super Bowls with the Colts. He went to four Super Bowls. Okay. Yeah, not you're, true. You're, but. You're talk, the, when, the Saints beat the, when the Saints beat Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl, that was against the Colts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... But though, um, what I'm saying is that I, I, the the Saints won because Peyton choked in that game, man. Peyton, they should have won oh, that game. Come, and if, I, I have a question: <laughs> Did did Peyton Manning ever have a Hall of Fame coach behind him? Tony Dungy, man, come he, on. He's not gonna. Make, he might not make the Hall of Fame. Hall of wait, coach, by man. the way, I like Tony Dungy. I love Tony Dungy. I love what he says. He's like, I always loved to to trade down in the draft. The more draft picks, the better. I love, like, I love in terms of like, I love when he says stuff like that, but if he makes the hall of fame, those other five coaches we just brought up, they're almost locked to make the hall of fame. All right. So, all right. So maybe he's not hall of fame, but he's a great fucking coach, man. He's a really good coach. And okay. Well, there's a difference from Mahomes with Reed and Belichick to yeah. Brady and Tomlin to Roethlisberger and Coughlin to Eli. Like there's, there's a difference from a hall of fame coach and Hey, a guy who had a really great coaching career, which, which by the way, I agree. Dungy had. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I, I can't, I just can't can like, I can't, say someone who was in the league for over a decade and a half who went to four Super Bowls, who won two Super Bowls as the starting QB, I can't go, well, that's a choke artist right there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, oh, man. I mean, on, he redeemed man. himself. He redeemed himself a lot towards the end, of, like with, especially when he went over to the Broncos. But um, Would you consider Cam yeah. Newton a choke artist? Well, I mean, he's... He had that one good run, man. Like he's he. So that's almost unfair. It's almost like someone gets someone gets penalized basically for being really successful in other aspects. It's like Peyton Manning is so good in the regular season, and yeah, he did. By the way, he's four and two against Tom Brady in the conference championship. People forget like he has a winning record when it comes to winning the Uh conference against Brady. But a lot of people don't bring that up. Mm-hmm. It's I I can't. Did he have his best games in the Super Bowl? No. Was he better in the regular season than the postseason? Yes. A lot of quarterbacks yep. are like that. But I, I I would never say he's a choke artist. I just can't. He has a Super Bowl MVP. Oh. He went to four and he won two. Yep. But um. 
Yo, man, I gotta, I gotta cut it short. I got oh, my little no. daughter here, and she, oh really? She's, oh, uh, she's ready for me, man. She's giving me the evil look. But yo, bro, always good talking with you, man. We gotta, we gotta do this again soon, bro. Dude, next time we have time where we both can sit down and not have things going on, it would be great. I'm, I feel like we could talk for hours. Yeah, man, absolutely, bro. Let me know when you post it. I'm gonna put it all over my page and uh, have people come to. Uh, Check it out. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I'll hit you up. All right. Have a good time with you and the rest of your day. All right. All right. You too, brother. I'll see you.